Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, oh, man, got a radio show. Yeah, I do. God's so big to me, man. I just have to tell you about it. I can't help it. It's rather obvious to me how big, how good God is. He's absolutely tremendous. He's off the chain. You know, man, uh, I wanted to share something with you today. You know, uh, if you're out there, start your mission today. Why don't we all decide together? Better yet, let's just kill that because you don't. Just individually. Look, you listening. Everybody's got something that's that's on the table that they haven't yet attacked yet. What are you waiting for? Start your mission today. Stop the procrastination now. And if you and if you allow plastic, uh, excuse me, and if you allow procrastination to set in, then that 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 allows then, which is a weakness, you know, but that allows the devil then to just really do his thing, because an idle mind is the devil's playground. So if you ain't working on your goals, dreams, aspirations, or visions, you just uh, you just waking up seeing how today gonna go, or the devil he got plenty for it for you to do. See, but if you get your mind right on your goal and your focus and your purpose, then you can go on about your business. Then when the distraction comes, you can catch yourself. That don't mean you ain't going to fall privy or fall prey to some of your distractions because you will. But you will have a goal in mind, an aspiration that makes you go, hold on, man. I got to stay focused here because what I really want, where I'm really trying to go, the thing that I'm really after, this new little uh thing that's being introduced this don't fit into the equation man let me keep it moving 
Or you may step off the line for a little while. You know, like I said yesterday, the thing about God is he's so forgiving that if you get out of line, he'll hold your place. See, that's the real cool thing. A lot of people will do that for you, too. Like I said, if you're at the movie theater or you're at the amusement park and you're in a line and you forget something, if you politely ask the person behind you, hey, man, I got to run to my car, left something, would you hold my place? Most people will say, fine, yeah, go ahead. And when you come back, they don't have a problem. See, your problem is is you want to get out the line, go do something, then come back and just get up in the line further up than you were or cut somebody. Now you got a problem because, see, everybody looking at you now like, oh, whoa, partner, where you come from? You know, the line start back here. But, see, the thing with God is God don't do that. God don't say the line start back here. God holds your place. When you make a mistake and you fall off the line, God holds your place. But if you ain't got no dreams, aspiration, if you ain't got no place, what he holding for you? See, I mean, he he got a place for you, but you got to come to him. See, some people, if well, here, here's what I'm saying. If you got a goal, an aspiration, a dream, and you fall off track momentarily, you can get back to that. Because God know where you left off. Now, you may have to accomplish a few more things since you stopped for a long period of time, but God know where you left off. You can get back on track. I Look, man, this dream of being on TV since I was a kid, it got off track now. It got off track. I just kept it as one of the dreams. And in some real dark moments when it looked like it wasn't going to happen, all I was hanging on to was just the hope that one day it could. But that's what faith is really about. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. But faith gives you the confidence to keep hoping, man. Sometimes it just keep hope alive. Sometimes, you heard Jesse Jackson say it, just keep hope alive. Sometimes, man, it's just the hope. I was hanging on the hope. And I'm talking about when it got real ugly and funky out there for me, when it looked like I wasn't going to ever make it, and all of the facts was in, and everything pointed in the direction, you're not going to make it. You done really messed up this time. Then I sat there, and I just hung on to the hope. But man, that's what I'm saying. If you got a dream or an aspiration or vision or something, when you fall off track and you want to go get back in line, God holds your place. He knew I was off track and out of line, but he said, okay, here's where we stopped. You want to be on TV. Now, when you get it together and you quit tripping and you come and you turn to me, I'm going to hold your place, put you back in line, then we go and finish the journey. That took me a lot longer to get here than I wanted to, but then it was necessary because I needed all of them mishaps to happen to me along the way. So when I got on the radio one day, which I did not see coming, Steve Harvey got a radio show, y'all. That's why I say it every day. See, because of this radio show that I didn't see coming, now I have stories to tell. And I can tell you about me better than I can tell you about anybody. And I done been through enough where it's relatable, where enough people can go, man, that happened to me. Appreciate you saying that. That's what it was for. See, I get it now. See, at the time, though, I didn't, I didn't like what was happening to me. At the time, I was really in total disagreement with God on a lot of stuff he was pulling off on me. But in essence, I was really pulling it off on myself. But through his grace and mercy, he kept me through all of my mistakes, all my bad decisions, all my miscalculations, all my misfires, all the times I knowingly stepped out there and did wrong. He forgave me. He said, because, man, if you ever come to me, I have a plan for you. 
that is going to be far and above. It will supersede everything you've ever dreamed of. That's what I did. I just got sick of me, good and sick of me. And I turned it over to God. And then God started working. And here I am today. Now, is he through with me yet? Nope. Have I arrived yet? Nope. But guess what? The journey is cool. And then you know what I found out? That's kind of what it's like in life. If you done walked off the cliff in life and you ain't got no God in your life, it's like not having a parachute. You step off the cliff and you just free falling. We all, now that fall gets you closer to the grave, right? See, we all heading to the grave from the moment we born. But the cool thing about a relationship with God is when you step off the cliff and you got God, he a parachute. You still going down, but it's a nice ride. You guide and you glide and you softly, you enjoying, you look around, you smile, and you're meeting other people along the way. You, you, you're floating over here to ski a little while. You're over there at the beach for a little while. You mess around over here. You get to go out the country a little bit on your parachute and all that. And God just helps your, your descent appear more like a rise and more like a euphoric fall. Instead of not having no God in your life and you just walking off that cliff every day, free falling, ain't got no cord, you steady pulling, ah, you hollering the whole way because you messed around with yourself and ain't let God come into your life and provide a parachute for you. I would rather have a parachute since I got to jump every day than to not have one. God has been like a parachute for me. Ask me where, I, where that came from, I can't tell you. But like I always say, most good things that happen in my life that I can't explain, it's usually him. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, can I have your attention, please? Steve Harvey Morning Show is officially on and cracking today. There will be no messing around with it. Huh? Sitting up in here, listen to me. There's not a morning show that entertains you better and motivate you better. We are in the entertaining motivational business. That is our moniker for our station. If you want to be entertained and motivated to living your best life, to finding the real you inside of you, to living your destiny, the Steve Harvey Morning Show is dedicated to entertaining and motivating you. That's our mission statement, 2020, on and cracking. Welcome to the ride, Shirley Strawberry. Ooh, ooh. Good morning, Steve. How you doing? <laughs> Are you cool with that mission? What? To I'm entertain in and it. motivate. I'm here for it. <laughs> Into Carla it. Pharrell. <laughs> who the who? <laughs> entertain <laughs> and motivate. Yes, that's what we do. Yes. Doggone it, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Entertain, Entertain and motivate. I'm here for that. I'm here for it. Let's now, go. All, all you is is entertainment. <laughs> okay. No. Not motivate? No, you don't. Mm. Okay. No, don't even I worry about that. I can't entertain mm. motivatively? No, <laughs> see, right there. Just <laughs> entertain us. The struggle. The struggle is yeah. real. Yes, it, it is. It just got really real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
was like we're in the car driving and all of a sudden we came to a screeching halt. <laughs> Entertaining motivatively, Sherry. It's a possibility. Yes. Do that. Do that. So. Do that, Dad. Uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I, I listened to Bernie Sanders last night. <sighs> and I'm concerned about the Democratic Party. And I'm going to tell you why, just honestly speaking. Mm-hmm. I understand why young people are attracted to Bernie Sanders. A lot of them are, what Steve. Is, mm-hmm. uh, the movement, the changing of the guard, the the fighting for the common man, the free education, the free uh, forgiving of student loans, the free medical, all of that's great to be said on the campaign. Passing it is a whole nother thing. And I think that young people are gonna have to get out here and really get into the trenches and vote in order to move the needle on this type of thing. And then, you know, against big business, against, I mean, and if you got any hopes and aspiration of being big one day, it's, 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 a, it's a tough to sell it to some people. And, but he's the leading candidate, they say right now, for the Democratic Party. Uh, yeah. yeah, and that's the way uh, President Trump wants it. Are we convinced? I would be interested into thinking from my team who they think is the leading candidate when we come back. Okay. okay. All for right. you. I'm with that. For you. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll do that, Steve. Coming up right after this, 32 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, before we went to break, uh, you were going to ask us who we thought was our leading candidate in the Democratic race well, right now. Well, and let's start with you, Shirley. Who, for you, is your leading candidate for oh, the Democratic? Boy. Okay. Um, it was, of course, Joe Biden, because I definitely uh, think that he is the one to beat Trump right now. Um, but Bloomberg, I have to tell you, we've talked about him, too. He's coming on strong. So between those two, for me, right now. Carla Farrell. You know, I was with Shirley. I I felt the same way. I wanted Joe Biden. I wanted someone to be able to debate with Trump and just Mm -hmm. get gangster, if you will. You know, Trump Mm -hmm. fights dirty. And I wanted someone to be right there on that stage and and get dirty with him. So I thought Biden was the guy. But Bloomberg is gaining a lot of momentum. I like Trump. Bernie Sanders, but I just don't think that he can beat Trump. I just don't. I really, really don't believe hmm. that. And I want someone for the Democratic Party who can beat him, period. Yeah. Tommy. Yeah. So. Bloomberg all day. And once I seen the former president, Barack Obama co-signing, I'm in. Well, you, in his yeah. ads. In his, yeah, he uh, has a little campaign him. Formally, no. but yeah, he has been. No, he's just using mm-hmm. pictures of him and Obama in his ads mm-hmm. to get uh-huh. us. Yeah. <laughs> which is a smart move, which other people are he running away from. Mm-hmm. But Bloomberg yes. had to do that because of the comments and the policies of stop and frisk. Stop and frisk, right. And he's oh, been yes. backpedaling on that. And mm-hmm. people kind of have been asking me what I felt about that. And, yeah, he said it, and it was foul what he said. But now let me tell you this. All of them have made similar marks, whether you've heard it or not. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. all of them. He has said some things, and they've had some policies in their housing, but people have overlooked that. Bloomberg has since apologized, tried to make right his wrong. If you're looking for the perfect candidate, you can get out of the political game. Come on. But can I ask you something? Yes, sir. Haven't we as black people always had to choose the less of two evils? Haven't we always had to I do said that? that? Yeah. Well, who you know ain't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's always and, like that because none and of it ain't fit to change in 2020. Yeah, they're they're all flawed. They're human yeah. beings, you know. Absolutely, this ain't working, man. Elizabeth Warren, I told y'all a long time ago, was not gonna be president. I told you, Corey, Tamala, Camilla, whatever. I told I, they not now. Mm-hmm. Yang, I told y'all I was calling them off. <laughs> now, Budacek has surprised me. Mm-hmm. He's very that smart. He's, he's smart, still though. in here. But I do like him. Oh, yeah. Yes, he's smart. yeah. He I like smart. him, too. Yep. What's happening with, with uh, 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 Joe Biden, I don't even know. Well, yeah. I just think he ain't been saying nothing. Right. That that's the main thing, know. Steve. I'm in agreement with you there. I think he's he's uh he's lost his momentum. He got in the race late to begin with. He's lost a little bit of his momentum. He's had some missteps, you know, um uh on the debate stage and you know with saying things yes. that didn't come out quite right. He doesn't have as much money as let's say Bloomberg. Bloomberg has more money. Ain't than nobody anyone. got as much money as <laughs> Bloomberg mo- and Donald Trump know that. Yes, that's why Donald Trump wants Bernie Sanders to be the candidate because <laughs> he knows Look, he can right. beat him. And but, so do um, all the other Republicans because they yeah. know mm-hmm. that Trump will beat Bernie Sanders. They know. Right. That. Can that's I tell you something pushing. real straight? Right. They really want Buttigieg mm. because then they're going to go down there to them uh, Christian evangelicals mm-hmm. who will vote against anything abortion and anything gay. He'll keep their support. He going to keep them Southern support with that. He going to keep them uh, militia boys support. They don't care what he do. He going to get their support. And he he quietly, because he's even released a statement that he would have no problem voting for a gay president. Donald Trump said that the other day because he's slick, man. He's slick. And uh, quietly, he going to use that. This dude is slick, man. Right now, the only person that I think can get in there and go toe-to-toe and handle Donald Trump is Mike Bloomberg because he know that game. And he know what Donald Trump is and he know what he ain't and he can and he can prove it. Cuz they've been in North, New York together for a long time. Mm-hmm. You ain't ever heard Donald Trump say nothing about Bloomberg. Yeah. Have you? And he's he's been practicing, nah. they say, getting ready for the debates. He's going to show up is it tonight? He'll be in his first Democratic debate. This is part two. Last night was day one in yeah. uh, Las Vegas, and then okay. tonight is part two, day two. Okay, yeah. Tonight debate. I missed last <clears> night. <throat> but, um, yeah, so mm-hmm. he's getting ready. He's ready. I mean, you can't turn on the TV or, or the radio and not hear an ad uh, from Bloomberg. You cannot. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But the main thing is get registered Ooh. and get ready to vote this no- November. We got to do that. And the Democrats need to quit messing around. Let, can I tell you what's going to happen? Super Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the candidate. That's it. Let's go. Everybody else drop out. Mm-hmm. 
That's it. Joe, if you waiting on Super Tuesday, your ass better come on. He's waiting on uh, Carolina. Is it South Carolina? Uh, that's what South he's really Carolina waiting on. South Carolina is next. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what yes. he's waiting on. He thinks he's going to be big he, there. He got problems, though. Yeah. And and you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not I'm not guaranteeing nobody my vote unless you the dude. I'm not, I'm not endorsing you if you're not the dude. Mm-hmm. And now, at the end of the day, yeah. I'll vote for anybody but Trump. But <laughs> well, but I tell you one thing, though. I'd, I'd rather have Donald Trump than Mike Pence. I tell you that. All right, well, we got to move on, Steve. Coming up next, it is The Nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour. Wow. Here's a question for you. Was the Godfather of Soul murdered? Uh, Prosecutors may open a new investigation into James Brown's death. We'll talk about that. Also, some really sad news. Uh, We've lost another legendary actress, uh, Janae Dubois. We all know her as Wilona from Good Times. She has passed away. We will talk about that. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Sad. We all grew up, right, (laughs) with her. Uh, It's just February. You didn't grow up with her. You was already grown. Why do you say we, we that? No, no, that's what we're going to We're going to stop talking about We was already grown when they Were we? I, I don't remember, but it seems like I was, mu- I'll put it like this. I was much, much younger. How about that? Okay, yes, will that make you happier? Were, thank you. All right, listen, I'm moving on. It's just February and 2020 has been some kind of year already. We're going to talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. Plus, Miss Ann is standing by with today's headline news. But right now, it is time for some laughter. Thank you. Run that prank back <laughs> with the nephew. What you got, Neff? We're going to lash out, Shirley. Lashing out. That's what we're doing. We're lashing out. Lashing out. We're on our way. Is it? Mm -hmm. Good. Because we're on our way to the eyelash shop. Let's go, cat dog. (laughs) Hey, it's lashing out. How can we lash you out? I'm trying to reach Bianca. This is Bianca. Hey, listen, my name is Brian. My um my wife Jamie come up there and get her eyelashes done. Is uh who who's the owner of this place? I I am Brian. What's going on? Okay. You be you're Bianca. You the one that owned the place? I'm Bianca. I'm the owner. We opened about a year and a half ago. Proud, happy, black-owned, women-owned, women-owned establishment. What can I do for you? What okay, kind of here's the deal. I'm sick and tired of my wife coming up there, and then when she get back home, she got these thick-ass eyelashes on, and they long as hell. You know, I mean, it's they, these eyelashes thicker than somebody's mustache. This is a damn shame, you know? Now, I didn't tell okay, her to take Brian, these. Brian, Say hold what? up. Hold, hold up, Brian. Now, I... I may or may not be the person doing it, but whoever, I'm pretty sure probably, that sounds familiar, but whoever, we have a lot of customers, but whoever comes in here, they pick their lashes. We, we you know, we collaborate, but the girls are saying what they want done. They pick it. So if they're thick, they're thick because they want them thick. Okay, you well, know? these are too, they too thick and then, and they too long. Your, your eyelashes ain't supposed to be sticking away out past your nose. That's a damn shame. Uh, but let me let me tell you what I'm getting at, though. Here's 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 my reason for calling. If my wife come home one more time, say what? Brian, can you simmer down? Because I mean, I'm running a business here, and you sound crazy. They can hear you through the phone. The girls are looking at me in the chair. 
I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Can you calm down? You loud and screaming. All, all I'm saying is, if my wife come home with these long, thick ass eyelashes again, I'm going to come up there and raise holy hell at that damn place. And I'm telling you the truth about that. You're not. What are you talking about? Why are you threatening me? You are not coming up here. We just I'm coming up there if my wife come home with them thick ass long eyelashes again. I am. No, you're not coming up here. We just opened a year and a half ago. We are doing good. We don't need no drama from nobody. You need to talk to your wife. Fix your marriage. Don't come out here taking it out. Ain't nothing wrong with my marriage. The only thing wrong with my marriage is these damn thick ass eyelashes, and they too long. That's the... Why are you... Why are you calling me with this? See, now I'm yelling Because I'm calling because this is where she got her eyelashes done. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Then you need to talk to your wife. Okay, I need to calm down. I'm running a business here. What you trying to do? Sabotage me? What you work for the company? I ain't business? trying to sabotage somebody... nothing, but I tell you what, if she come home with these long, thick ass eyelashes again, I'm going to come up there and I'm going to find all the violations of codes and everything, building codes, and, and I will get you shut down if we, if we don't stop these long, thick ass eyelashes. Okay, Brian, I'm from the south side, so mother you need to back up because now you're threatening my livelihood. Yes, I'm going to go there with you. You threatening my livelihood. You threatening the jobs of so many girls here. What are you doing? You need to talk to your wife and you need to back the f up. And I am sorry to curse. We try to speak class here, but now you're making me lash out at from lash out. But you need to back up. This is my job. And people have jobs. What are you doing? Threatening to come up here. I will call the cops on you, and you will not be able to come here, and we will not let your wife get her her, her eyelashes on you. And you need to fix your marriage because you got some anger issues. Clearly, you pissed off at your wife, and you calling us threatening to ruin our business. Ryan, what is your wife's name? What, what my, is wife's name is, my wife's name is Jamie. Okay. Does anybody in here know Jamie or do Jamie's lashes? Okay, it's like four girls raising their hand because everybody goes to somebody different. So I don't know who is does Jamie's lashes, but you got some anger issues, okay? I ain't got no anger issues. The only problem I got is my wife having some long, thick eyelashes, and, and they further out than her nose and thicker than somebody's mustache. That's what I got a problem with. Okay, you know what? Jamie just needs to leave your ass because if you got an issue, call her. Why are you calling us? It's four I'm calling the people that, that put the, Why wouldn't I call the people that put the thick ass eyelashes on? Why wouldn't I? Well, first of all, you need to talk to Jamie and send her up here. We're going to tell her that to leave your ass, first of all. Second of all, I don't, I cannot help you. You are interrupting my grinding, okay? You are interrupting our grinding. And we got a business going here. What is your problem? Can't you go do some work? Go and talk to your wife and fix your marriage. You know, what? you know what? You know what? I, I tell you. What? I tell you. I tell you what, Bianca. I, I tell you what. You're not trying to fix. No, no, no. You ain't trying to fix the problem. I'll you be up there. I'll be up there, and, and and I will bring somebody that will shut okay, that somebody down. Somebody call the cops right now. Call them now. Tell them somebody is coming up here and they threatening us. They lash out. Call. See, they uh, three girls calling right now. So bring your little up here, mother. Come on. Come on. Bring it. Bring it up here. Bring well, it up here. Well, let me ask you something. Is 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 Carmen up there? Yeah, Carmen is sitting in my face right now. What is going on doing? How, you know him, Carmen? His, Why are you asking me about Carmen? Where, where, is, where is Carmen at right now? She's right here looking at me. What? <laughs> what is going it's, on, it's, Carmen? Is she, is she laughing? Hold on. Yeah, now she's starting to laugh. What, is, what the <laughs> f*** is going on? Y'all got me looking.
looking crazy at my Hey, shop. Bianca, Bianca, calm down, baby. Check this out. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl Carmen got me to prank phone call you. Oh, oh, my <laughs> God. Carmen! Okay, you know what? Y'all got me out here looking bad. I cannot. Tommy, Tommy, Nephew Tommy, oh, my nephew. God. Oh, my What's God. What's up, baby? You right away. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's you. up, girl? I'm just oh lashing God. out a little bit. That's all. I'm just lashing out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, Nephew Tommy. I was acting crazy. Hey, Bianca, I got to ask you, baby. It's 2020. You got to tell the nephew what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land. The one, the only Steve Harvey morning <laughs> show. Always. Forever. I love y'all. <laughs> Sometimes you got to lash out, you know? And we get them okay. every day. I'm going to keep being stupid now. I ain't going to stop doing that. Oh, we know. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Some sad news out of Hollywood. Uh, Janae Dubois, who played the Evans family's sassy neighbor, Walona Woods, on Good Times, Sadly, has passed away. Now, according to TMZ, uh, Miss Dubois passed away unexpectedly in her sleep overnight at her home. She might be most famous for good times, but she also composed and sang the theme song, Moving On Up. Remember that song? Well, we're moving on up from the Jeffersons. Um, We'll talk more about our favorite good times episodes at the bottom of the hour. Uh, We're also sending our condolences out to the family of Miss Janae Dubois. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. Man. This she was a bad just... girl. Yeah, she yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Awesome, yeah. awesome. She's a legend. You too, legend. Alona. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, um... the upside is we all still here. Yeah. Ain't God good. Amen to that. Um, other entertainment news. Uh, Fulton County District Attorney Paul Howard Jr. Uh, recently interviewed Jackie Hollinger. She's a circus singer. She's been alleging for years that the godfather of soul, James Brown, was killed. According to CNN, the Atlanta prosecutor and his office plans to conduct further interviews and examine potential uh, evidence before deciding whether to launch a full investigation. The news comes one year after CNN's investigation, uh, in which 13 people close to Mr. Brown said they don't believe he died of natural causes. Uh, James Brown, the godfather of soul, died at an Atlanta hospital on December 25th, Christmas Day, 2006. He was 73. His official cause of death was listed as congestive heart failure due to complications from pneumonia. Wow. They yeah, reopening involved. this? I, I don't know what to say. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Moving on. So. <laughs> mm. What? Now nah, what? It's an nah, investigation. They, they, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask something, but I got a TV show. I'm not messing up my TV show. Let's just keep it moving. When did you start thinking about that? (laughs) Since I got a third season. (laughs) It took three seasons. It took three seasons. (laughs) It took me three, Carla. It took you three seasons to wake up, huh? Yeah, wake up, man. Learn when to shut up. My wife said every day, it's all right to shut the blank up. All right, let me do that. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. She be getting sick of you, Tommy. Oh, my God. I be getting on Jack and Mary, boy. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> She's so sweet. Be, you know, she be laughing, but I be getting on her nerves. <laughs> but sometimes Roll do you high. just do it because you know you're I do it because I know I, I, I do it because I know I can get on her nerves. I just do it. <laughs> That's <laughs> love right there. <laughs> That's just love. push a button because you know you can push uh-huh. it. Oh. That's love. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, no, I'm getting my husband's nerves. Shirley, you get on your husband's nerves? No. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, that man ain't mind. eight since he got married. I know good in hell where you get on Look his nerves. Look at the time. We got to go. Because <laughs> you get on Tommy's nerves twice a week. Whatever. <laughs> I know you on that man. That man hungry. I know you getting on that Hell man. yeah. <laughs> All right, he it's time eight. to get caught up on today's headlines. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, thank you very much. Former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg has qualified to debate his rivals in Las Vegas tonight for the first time since he entered the race. Four recent polls show Bloomberg with at least a 10% support or better, and that's enough to qualify for the debate stage. He's going to be up there with Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, and Pete Buttigieg. President Trump has granted clemency to several white-collar criminals, people convicted of things like bribery and insider trading. Trump's commuting the prison sentence of former Illinois Governor Rob Blagojevich, which allows him to walk free about four years earlier than expected. We have commuted the sentence of Rod Blagojevich. He served eight years in jail. It's a long time, and uh, I watched his wife on television. Uh, I don't know him very well. I met him a couple of times. He was on for a short while of The Apprentice years ago. Uh, seemed like a very nice person. Don't know him. Uh, Blagojevich has been in prison since 2012 after he was convicted of trying to sell the Senate seat vacated by Barack Obama when he was elected president. Uh, he's issued a full pardon, uh, Trump, to former junk bond king Michael Milliken and former New York City police commissioner under Rudy Giuliani, Bernard Carrick, among others. Uh, he says if he intends, he, if they, he asked, he's asked by reporters if he intends to pardon his friend Roger Stone, but he's not saying he will, but he's not saying he won't. We haven't thought about that yet. Right now there's a process. I think Roger Stone's been treated unfairly. Stone's sentencing on uh, witnessing tampering and other crimes is set for uh, tomorrow. Many retailers have stopped giving out single-use plastic bags in many states because of the ban on plastic bags all over. Rain and flooding continued yesterday with the heaviest flooding falling in stretches of Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia. Those who registered uh, for the celebration of life for Kobe and Gianna Bryant and given personal access codes yesterday will be allowed to buy their seats starting today and starting at 10 a.m. Pacific time. As a matter of fact, buyers are going to be limited to only two seats and the proceeds will be donated to the Mamba and the Mamba Sita Sports Foundation. That's the foundation that he uh, ran. Uh, buyers will be limited to only two seats. As I said, Brian and his daughter Gianna died in a helicopter crash on January 26th. Sad news, one of the children who starred in the Disney movie The Queen of Katye, uh, Nikita Waligua, has died. She was only 15 years old. Queen of Katwe, if you didn't see it, was the real-life story of Fiona Mutezi. She's one of Uganda's best chess players and how she learned chess and all that. And Nikita Wagua played her best friend, Gloria, the person who showed her how uh, to play chess and, and, and got her interested in it. Um, she died of a brain tumor, this child. 15 years old. Also, sad news also. Yes, Janae Dubois has died. Janae played uh, the Evans family's sexy neighbor, Walona. And among her other TV and film work, she appeared on the Steve Harvey Show 
Dubois also co-wrote and sang the Jefferson's theme song. Janae Dubois was 74. She leaves three children. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Dwayne Wade uh, admits that the decision to go public with his 12-year-old child's gender identity story wasn't an easy one for the family. He said they struggled, but they ultimately decided that uh, ultimately decided that it was the right thing to do. D. Wade appeared on GMA. He just opened up about his um, Zaya, who was born as a boy named Zion, came to him and Gabrielle Union to talk about wanting to live, quote, live my truth. Now, okay, that was one side of the story. Then rapper Lil Boosie, um, you know, heard about it, of course. He's catching a lot of backlash right now for his alleged homophobic rant on social media yesterday. He was pleading with D. Wade not to uh, let his son right now uh, have gender reassignment or, as he said, you know, cut his private parts out. He just off. He just did not want him to do that. He's saying it's too young. People were upset about that. It was all over social media, trending everywhere yesterday, guys. You know, I saw that. First of all, Mm -hmm. I didn't hear Dwayne Wade or Gabby Union talk about getting any body part removed. I didn't hear that. No, I I didn't hear it either. I mean, none of them mentioned. Yeah, they didn't mention that part of it. I think Um, Boosie took it to the next level. Yeah, and I will say this because. You know, uh, I was listening to Bishop Jakes the other day, and he made the statement that I've often said, which validated me and made me feel better. There's no manual for parenting, and every child is different, and it's so many different situations and variables that come. Even if you get the same thing, uh, dating or pregnancy or sexual preference or whatever, there are circumstances that surround it that makes it incredibly different for each case so it's hard to be a parent man so if they decided to go public that had to be a tough decision it's helped a lot of people because so many people are grappling with that so uh and he opened up about it yeah. and um yeah, his you know, documentary coming on this weekend yep uh, on oh. he was on to promote that yeah 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 but mm. they just two really good people Gabrielle and and D Wade and you know people can pass judgment they want but you don't know what you're gonna do till it happened to you. Absolutely, you don't know. You can talk all this smack if you want to. Just keep on living and keep parenting. Something gonna come down your street. Yeah, uh, yeah. My all street right, packed. God, dog. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, some sad news out of Hollywood. Uh, we've lost another legendary actress, Janae Dubois. Uh, We know her as Walona from Good Times. She's passed away. She was 73. We'll talk about her favorite Good Times episodes and memories right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Some really sad news out of Hollywood. Uh, Janet Dubois, who played the Evans family neighbor Walona Woods on Good Times, has passed away. Such sad news. I know. Uh, this is according to TMZ. She passed away unexpectedly. Uh, she was sleeping overnight at her home. Uh, she's really famous for good times, of course, playing Wilona. Uh, but she also composed the theme song from Moving On Up from the Jeffersons, another one of our favorite theme songs. Uh, what, what was your favorite episode? I'll start with you, Tommy, because I know you're a huge Good Times Ooh. fan. Favorite episode? Uh, you know what, Penny? 
Penny yeah. and that iron and her mama. Uh-huh. That whole that was like a three that was like a three time uh, three episode series right there. Oh, that yeah. right there, that was hot. Yeah. That was yeah, hot. That was I like hot. It. <laughs> but that's Chip Fields, you know. That's Kim Fields' mom, yeah. so I got love for mm-hmm. her. Too. Yeah, Billy D. Williams, yeah. I loved and when those, he was on and, there. And those episodes were about Walona a lot. Yeah, you know, exactly. Janet uh-huh. Jackson. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, James was gone by then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hated when he left too. Mm. I loved when yeah. Billy D. Williams was on. <laughs> Florence mm-hmm. was just mad for him. I love those. Man, what, everybody. Billy D., uh-huh. Calvin Lockhart, uh, Louis Gossett Jr., everybody yeah. hit this show. All the Everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every, whoever was yeah. hot at that time was on <laughs> that show, for sure. What I about you, Carla, show. Steve? I don't I mean, really have no favorite episode. I like a lot of them. I, you know, I can't remember like Tommy King. Yeah, yeah, no particular episode. It was just good. Steve. It was just it was family just good. TV. Just good memories. Yeah, yeah, and the show you watch with your family, you know, we don't do that anymore for sure, but that was a show. Good times on the whole family. You know, my brother had a crush that. on her. Oh, oh, oh Willona. Thelma. Oh, Willona. No, on Willona. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. No, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Thelma belonged to me. <laughs> in my mind. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Y'all in my mind. Them still look good. <laughs> yeah, they she's aging well. Good. She's beautiful. Oh, yeah. she's gorgeous. Yeah. Yes, she is. Yeah. Still. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. man, man. I know. Mm-hmm. P.K. Carter, y'all. United yes. with stain. Divided with fall. Divided with pantyhose. Three times as small. <laughs> Boy, you better get out of here. <laughs> it was I always, the truth. I always thought that they would make a movie about good time, you know, yeah. just a movie. Mm. But we got to shout out, you know, and remember the theme song to the Jeffersons, man. That, that right on there, up. that song. <sighs> yeah. Come on, cat. was my favorite part oh, the last part man. the pie man <laughs> yeah Janae Dubois oh man uh-huh uh-huh so if they make a movie about good times mm-hmm. who would play Janae uh, <sighs> on the live uh show they had Tiffany Haddish yeah yeah they did the live true. audience studio that's audience good. Uh, this, uh-huh. that's, that's yeah this past who was Jimmy Walker oh uh, you who was no, <laughs> who was JJ? All right, we got to no, no, go. No, 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 you Farrell. be Michael. 
<laughs> Coming up next, the nephew, uh, aka and Michael you from sweet Good Times daddy. in the movie, <laughs> with today's prank phone call. Coming up OBJ right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject over 60 and full of stamina. All right, now. Yeah. Uh, not what you think, though. Uh, <laughs> right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What do you have for us today, Neff? 2020, baby. Here we go. Wash and fold. What? Wash and fold. It's wash. Yeah. That's oh, what man. I said. Quash and fold. Let's go. Come on, cat. Quash and fold. Quash and fold. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Sam or Sammy. Uh, I'm not yeah, sure which yeah, one. This, this is Sammy. This is Sammy. What's up? Hey, Sammy, how are you? This is uh, this is Kevin. I'm the uh, the manager over here at Fresh and Clean Wash and Fold. Yeah, well, what's going on, Kevin? Um, you bring your clothes here pretty much on a on a weekly basis, is that correct? Yeah, I stop through probably once a week. Okay, and you're bringing, you know, I mean, you're pretty much bringing a full load of clothes pretty much uh, once a week, right? Yeah, I just bring whatever I got. Okay. Um, well, we got a bit of a problem. Uh, talking to my, my employees here that have been, you well, know, what I, they, we, well, we, what, what's going on? I mean, you not get your money or something? Oh uh, no no no! You you we we have you on file. Your 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 card goes through every week when you um, uh, when you bring your things. So no, that's that's not the issue at all. Oh, all right, then what kind of problem could we have? Well, the ladies that are washing the clothes are complaining that when you bring your load in, I mean I don't know how to really tell you this, but you're you're saying that your underwear is too dirty. They don't want to wash it. <laughs> you know. You you playing right? No, I'm dead serious. What are you talking about? I. My underwear is dirty. I'm not any more dirty than anybody else. Sir, all I can tell you is we wash quite a few people's clothes on a daily basis, weekly basis. For my employees to complain about your load, then I have to give you a call and talk to you about it. My man, I, I feel like you around on my phone. No, nah, that's not what this is, bro. This is actually a call, and, I'm, and you know, we have, we have two options yeah, are you here. Out there? You, are you out there calling everybody else? No, I don't have. A, I, I haven't had a I complaint. I know there's more dirty people than me going in your spot because I see them. Okay, here's the deal. We have two options here. You can scrub your underwear before you bring it in. First off, you over here raising your voice now. What are you talking about? Scrub my underwear. We clean, man. I'm clean. I bring my in. I drop it off. I pick it up. Okay. So here's the problem. Once again, I'll start this off. You have two options, sir. You can bring in your stuff scrubbed, okay? When And when my ladies take a look at it, if they're comfortable with cleaning it, so be it. Or, you know, we might not be able to accept your, your clothes anymore. Man, I don't even got to go up there anymore then. If you if you really playing around on my phone like this, I ain't even got to go up in there anymore. Let me talk to your manager, man. I am the manager, sir. I'm Kevin. Kevin I'm the manager, the manager here. You don't sound like the manager. You, how are you what, the manager what, calling my what, 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 like what does a manager sound like then, Sammy? You know, who? Let me talk to him. Okay. He's not here right now. I'm the manager, and I'm the one taking care of this problem. My ladies have a problem with washing your underwear, and I'm calling you to let you know there's a problem. I'm letting you know the way to rectify the problem is you can scrub them before you bring them in, and then we will wash them. If you do not want to do that, we will not be allowed to take You ain't got to rectify You just need to quit calling my phone on this bullshit. I ain't going to go up there no more then. That's fine. I ain't got to come through your spot. 
That's fine. You, do you know how dirty, how funky your clothes got to be, man, for my for my people to be telling me they don't want to wash them no more? You know how funky that's got to be, Sammy? Man, who the f*** are your people? Who are your ladies? Man, I go up in there, I ain't never had a problem with their You know what? I ain't never even seen your up in this mother Where the f*** you been at there? Now I look like I got a problem with Kevin. Who the f*** is Kevin, man? You say you're the manager. You ain't never f- been there. I'm here. I'm just not here when you're here. Are you in the back washing those drawers? What the f*** is going on with you, man? I'm not in. The, I'm not in the back washing, but I am. I am here periodically when I need to be. Don't worry Kevin, about I when I'm at ass, work. Man, I ain't never seen your ass, and I ain't never had a problem with your lady. Hey, well, don't worry about when I'm at work. Worry about how to scrub your underwear. That's what you worry about. Man, I'm done with you, bro. What the f*** you on my phone doing this for? Man, you know, f*** your ass and f*** everybody at that motherfucking washing pole, bro. You know what? You know what? I'm trying to be as professional as I can, but the way that you're talking to me, you can wash your damn clothes your own self then. That's what you can do. Oh, that's fine, man. And you can keep on managing the god laundry mat. Whatever the f*** you doing with your life. Okay, well, do whatever you're doing with your life, but do one, do the world a favor and clean your f***ing drawers. Bro, I'm gonna come through and wash your You keep talking and around on my phone. Hey, man, how you wanna do this? Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm just letting you know. I'm gonna double charge your credit card for the amount of work that my people well, had to do clothes. As a motherfucker, I'm, I'm putting a stop payment on my so if that goes through on your end, we gonna have a motherfucking problem. Well, That's I don't know how you're going to put a stop to it when I'm running your card right now. There's nothing okay. you can freaking do. Okay, okay. That's that's fine. I'm going to show up at the fresh and clean there. You the manager. You should be there 50 hours a week then. I'm going to come meet your Kevin. Okay, well, that's, that's fine with me. You know what? I don't understand why can't you just say, you know what? Let me do a better job at cleaning my underwear. How about I that? Don't know what, I, know, I know your life ain't that good. I know you over there managing the laundromat and now you getting bored at work. But don't be calling my phone playing around in this because I know you ain't doing this to nobody else. I'm exactly doing this to somebody. I'm not doing this to anybody else. I don't have to do it to anybody else because nobody's bringing their clothes in like this. Bro, I've been up there. Your employees are more dirty than my Well, Sammy, evidently not. Evidently not. Your clothes. Why are my employees complaining about you? I don't know. I what? bet your employees complain about your too. They're not complaining about my underwear, Sammy. You're the dirty guy. Man, you know what? I'm done with your you, you got any other you want to talk about? We can talk about Carlton. What the f*** you just, Carlton? How the f*** you know Carlton? I know he doesn't bring his up there. Oh, we, you want to talk about your brother, Carlton? You want to talk about him? My brother, Carlton, how the f*** you know? If he bringing his up there, he just started. So, yeah, what, what are we going to talk about Carlton? What Carlton doing? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you what Carlton doing. Carlton has been calling me, Nephew Tommy, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show to prank phone call you, Sammy D. <laughs> you, you just got hey, pranked, you, baby. You just got you pranked by your brother Carlton and the nephew. God, hey, <laughs> hey, man, you, you ain't Carlton on some bullshit. <laughs> calling me about some underwear, bro. <laughs> 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 oh, we man. need a... We need a little wash and scrub, baby. A little wash and scrub. <laughs> man, you, you, you. <laughs> For real, man. You good? You all right, man? Nobody's, nobody. Your underwear is clean, Sammy. Your underwear is clean. Keep dropping them off at the washing fold. Don't quit. Don't quit taking your clothes up there. <laughs> I'm good, man. I don't know about Carlton after this, but I'm good. All right, Sammy D, you got to tell me. 2020, baby. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Show with Nephew Tommy. 
Man, he was about to jump through that phone on you. Rub it up. Play too much. Nobody wants underwear. Underwear isn't clean. But but I like the way he started attacking that you was just the manager at the laundry. Yeah. Yeah, because your life ain't what it want to be. Now you got some time to call me. Your life sucks. (laughs) I'm bringing my clothes in for washing fold. You down here managing the laundry, man. This all you got to do. Right. Keep it stupid, baby. All right, March 7th, stupid is coming to Dothan. I'll be there. I'll be very stupid. All right, Dothan, Alabama. Tickets are on sale right now. It's at the Civic Center. And then in Montgomery on the 14th, yes, it's the Montgomery Performing Arts Center. The nephew will be there with more stupid, more and more. Tickets are on sale right now at all Ticketmaster outlets. Oh, yeah. I'm stupid. (laughs) I think, I, I, I just, I... I can't get no stupider than this. I'm, I'm, I am the stupidest person in the world. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Everything you just said is true. Wow. I mean, when, when I walk in the room, do you feel my stupid? Uh, yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. I yes. feel it right now. Yeah. I, say, yes. yeah, okay. I feel it right now. Right. I told just... my sister you were stupid. Hey, hey, wait a minute. I did wait, years man. ago. I got a I'm whipping bad. for it. Yeah. <laughs> my mama don't think I'm stupid, man. I'm, I'm not stupid <laughs> to her. What? what, Steve? What did you just <laughs> Thank you, Our whole you. family thank you, Steve. <laughs> Listen, we got to get out of here. Coming up next, it is the strawberry, strawberry letter subject over 60 and full of stamina. We'll get into it right after this. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Yeah. Let's go. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject over 60 and full of stamina. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 31-year-old married woman, and I've been married for eight years, and we have four kids. In the beginning, our sex life was amazing, and our intimate sessions would last four hours. But after four kids, it's basically non-existent, and when we do have sex, it's terrible and boring. There is no spice in our love life because my husband is tired. It's just sex, and then he goes to sleep, leaving me wanting more. We have sex once a week so I can fulfill my duties as a wife, but um, I get my satisfaction elsewhere. On two separate occasions, I met two gentlemen that are at least 30 years older than me. I was open and honest with them about my sad sex life, and they told me how bad I needed, and uh, I told them how bad I needed some good sex. So now I'm having an affair with both of them, and they both are beyond amazing in bed. One guy is in his early 60s, and he is so passionate that I can't get enough of him. The other one is in his late 60s, and he has more stamina than any man I've ever been with. I was shocked to find out 
that the men in their 60s still have it going on like this. The more intimacy I have with these older men, the less I want to be with my husband. It's like the best experience ever, and I could see myself falling for them. I'm sure these older men don't want anything but sex from me, but I find it hard to go back to boring sex with my husband after being with these old pros. I do love my husband, and I don't want to lose him. He has no idea what I've been doing on the side, and I almost feel bad for cheating. My husband and I are both still young, so do you think there is a way for us to spice up our sex life again, or should I realize that I need more than my husband can give me? Mm. Wow. Okay. Well, um, can I say this before you start, Yes, Shirley? yes, yes. I'm going to be beyond interested in hearing your response. Go okay. ahead. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> uh, you should be uh, feel badly for cheating. You really should. Um, you know what? I don't think you've given it your, your marriage, I mean, much of a chance. Uh, it sounds like you've given up. I mean, you know, did you leave that part out or something? I, I think you just said that it was boring and and, and basically non-existent. But um, I mean, you want it to last for hours. I mean, how, how for how long you want it to last? For like hours and hours? Uh, no wonder he's tired. I, I'm sure both of you can step up your game in the bedroom. I, I, do you have date nights? Do you plan anything to do together as a married couple? I mean, I know you have four kids. Do you get a babysitter from time to time so you guys can go out and have time together? I mean, those are the kinds of things you do. You have to do to keep your marriage, you know, the spice in your marriage and things like that. I mean, where is the romance? Um, where is it? Do you, you know, talk to him about being romantic and stuff like that? I mean, it doesn't sound like either of you guys are trying. Uh, just stepping, you know, outside of your marriage or stepping out on your husband uh, to get what you need, that that's not the answer. And you have two men? Uh, wow. Uh, I, I know women are smarter than men when it comes to dating and everything, but two. Uh, and, and by the way, you have two men. I really hope you're using protection. So far, I guess you have been uh, because that really could turn into a mess. And I, I hope you don't really fall for either one of these guys because it's going to cause a problem, you know, in your marriage. It more than already is there with this sex situation. So I think you need to reevaluate uh, your marriage with your husband. You and your husband need to uh, sit down and talk about this situation seriously and try to come to some sort of agreement. You need romance. You need love. You need all of that foreplay, all of that back in your marriage. And you can put it back in. You're only 31. You guys are young. Steve? 31. Oval. 31, girl. Whew. Lord have mercy. It's called a repeat offender. Mm. Someone who returns back to the scene of the crime oh, over okay. and over and over, and yet no repercussions. Just This is my answer, okay? Okay. I'm interested in yours just like you were interested in mine. No, you're not. <laughs> and <I> anyway, <laughs> what? 31 years old and it's over. But it used to be amazing because they had intimate sections that lasted for hours. Here's some people that obviously is not working. That is very hard. Hours, all your intimate section, sessions was hours. That's a lot. Well, them hours turned into four kids. Mm. It's basically non-existent when we have sex now. It's terrible. It's boring. 
Ain't no spice in it. Soon as he has sex, he go to sleep. Leaving you wanting more. Y'all doing it once a week so you can fulfill your duties. But then on two different occasions, you met two gentlemen that are at least 30 years older than me. So let's stop right here. You're attracted to older men. Because you just sat down and explained to two older men how unhappy you are sexually. Now, the first one, you might have just fell into it, but after you saw how good he was, you explained it to another 60-year-old dude. And you'd have found out that them old pros is just that, old pros. <laughs> bringing it. All right, hang on, Steve. Frying the bacon. <laughs> we'll hmm. have part two of your response In there redoing the kitchen. <laughs> 23 minutes after the hour. <laughs> Subject of today's strawberry letter, over 60 and full of so stand-up. So that roof in the garage. <laughs> part two of Steve's response coming up right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, over 60 and full of stamina. This 31-year-old lady had a wonderful relationship with a man. They used to have hour-long love-making sessions that has resulted in four kids. Now there's no spark at all. They just he, he have sex and go to sleep. She do it once a week. And she says that she's had to find and he falls asleep, leaving her wanting more. So to cure the more, she has started seeing two older men Early 60s and late 60s. She's explained to both of them how boring her sex life is. And they say, hold on. You ain't got to do that. So now these old pros is in there working. They old too. They know old ways. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They in there churning your butter. Come on now. Churning the butter. You getting your cotton picked. Just like you like it. Yeah, they in there. Uh huh, uh huh. They waxing you with burlap sex. Uh huh. Yeah, y'all having civil rights sex. That's. Uh, yeah. You just, you just. Why do you go so far? You felt it. I like you it. Felt I that. get on you back. Just let me get on Tony, back to what I was doing then. This old time <laughs> sex. Y'all in there having hidey, 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 ho. Y'all in there having Callaway. Callaway sex. Yeah, y'all up in there. One the money, two for the show. Three to get ready and four. Y'all having Elvis Presley sex. <laughs> Woo! Little Richard sex. <laughs> so I know how you feel. Because mm. you've had some things because you young. Them, them mm-hmm. 60-year-old men in there just coming in there and bringing it. And th- this man is so passionate because he got moves. He doing things. He know what to do. He done done it before. 30 more years experience. Mm. Pouring it all on you every now and then. You can't take it. And the other one got stamina. <laughs> the reason old men have stamina, 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 and I'm explaining it to you this way. The reason we have stamina is because... We've had this before. We can control it better. Oh, okay. We know how to pace. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We know when it's getting close to the end. We know how to, you know, pull back a little bit and back take our time. Go on, boy. Refocus Go on. our mind. 
sometimes it's called displacement. <laughs> sometimes being an old pro, you know how to take your mind and put it somewhere else so yeah. you can keep handling your business without the focus being there, thus bringing about an eroticism in yourself. So you Preach, take boy. your mind and displace it yes. somewhere else. Come on here now. Stay sermon? with me, Deacon. You, mm, I'm with you right now. You degentify. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, 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 you take it in another direction. Yeah, yeah. You uh, rebuke uh, the powers mm-hmm. of lustivity. Lustivity. That's right. That's uh-huh, right. They went uh-huh. in there. Uh, 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 and now, do to this, you want one. But I think you've come to the realization that that all they want from you is your sex. But it's hard for you to go back to that boring sex. Mm -mm. That young boy thing. That that hip-hop love. Mm -hmm. That one-pants leg up, one-pants down love. You don't want that right now. Yeah, that can't-go hat love. That, 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 That I got on extra jewelry love. Mm-mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to get back to that dashiki love. Yes, come on back to that. Yeah, that, that, that love in the world. Before there was gold chains and and, 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 and all that, we just woke some, some bees. You need yeah. mood ring sex. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mood, <laughs> mood ring. Yeah. Mood Change colors. Yeah, you said mood yeah. Red, hot, cold, all that. You need, go right here. You know what I'm saying? You, you need, Black. girl, you need Jerry Curl sex. You need Roger yeah. Trotman sex. Oh, so rough, so tough, out here. Yes. Yeah, you need a computer love sex. Wow. Come on here now. More bounce uh, to the ounce. Mm, mm, <laughs> you need some headed through the grapevine. Headed through the grapevine. See, you have been spoiled now. You have been treated uh, to a ticket to the past. <laughs> You've had some feel loving put on you. Yeah, some al- album love, Pastor. You know, some, some out in the field love. You've had some behind the garage love put on you. I actually did that one. I know you did. Hush. Don't need you to know actually that. had some backseat love. <laughs> yeah, I've been backseat. Where your foot all I up did. against the window, tatted tent off the window. <laughs> Hell. That's good. Right, listen. Loving so hard, back I looked up, all my tent was wrinkled. <laughs> Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. That's, and check out. That's that window foggy love. The Strawberry Letter <laughs> on podcast. On demand, okay? Put that on uh, defrost, yeah. Put that on defrost. <laughs> Coming up at 46 after defrost the Defrost don't work. I'm breathing hotter than the damn temperature of the air. <laughs> Steve Sand and Soul Festival coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, what you got? All right, this is a new approach to this. Everybody, get your iPhone out so you can take this number down. Because as soon as I give you this number, I want you to call it just to check it out, get the information. Everybody got your iPhone in your hand? Or if you at work, you got a pen and paper in your hand, you ready? Okay, because we're talking sand and soul right now. 1-800-684-2825. 
684-2825. Or go to steveharveysandandsoul.com. You know why? Because it's back. Sand and Soul, Labor Day weekend, 2020, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Punta Cana. All-inclusive experience. You ain't going to forget it. Now, right now, because it's the month of for lovers, we're doing a Valentine's Day special for the month of February for lovers. This is a, a, a this is a special. Now, right now, I'm doing a two is better than one month of the love special. Two is better than one month. This is called the love special. What that means is right now, through the end of the month, when you book your room package for Sand and Soul and you refer a friend who also books, you both going to receive $200 off of your all-inclusive Sand and Soul Festival. So it ain't nothing but a game. All you got to do is know somebody that's going and say, hey, I'm going to call and refer you or you call and refer me and each one of us going to get $200 off. That's all it is. It's just a trick move. Trick us. <laughs> just come on and trick us. We ain't, You ain't even got to know nobody. <laughs> just put it on your Facebook. I'm going to Sand and Soul. If we register together, we save $200 apiece. Now, all-inclusive, all your food at all nine restaurants. That's room service and all the snack bars. All the alcohol is included. All the tickets to all events is included. Your transportation to and from the hotel is included. You get unlimited uh, resort credits, which you can use for spa packages, gifts, items, golf, and a whole lot more. And I'm included in that. I'm in that all-inclusive. Catch me if you can. Mm. Comedy shows, cigar lounges, pool parties. We got a special spade and domino tournament this year, too. We doing a dinner out on the beach. Oh, man, what, whatever. Here's the number again. 1-800-684-2825. That's the number. 1-800-684-2825. Thank you, Steve. Coming up at the top of the hour, Floyd Mayweather is still kind of salty over not being named male athlete of the decade over LeBron James. What? We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Los Angeles Lakers forward LeBron James was named the Associated Press Male Athlete of the Decade to kick off 2020. Now, it appears that uh, Floyd Mayweather still hasn't gotten over the snub. And in a recent interview, Floyd said that uh, he should have been athlete of the decade. Take a listen. Like, I love LeBron James. Mm, right. But far as when we talk about athlete of the decade that's me right and i but that's me hands down no i respect because that. how can i how no, can i how, how can i dominate i dominated from and i'm still active basically mm, right. so we're talking about from 1996 mm. to 2020 mm. you know what i'm saying and i've never received i never received athlete of the decade mm. at the top in forbes and i'm my own boss I never received rap of listen, the decade listen. neither. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. No Gatorade behind me. No Sprite behind me. Damn. Oh, wow. No, nice no Nike behind me. I ain't sure. it like that. You know what I'm saying? You got to realize, these are billion-dollar companies. Wow. And we and we like to call it placement. So if, if they paying, you get what you want if you paying enough. All right. But we going off just, just honestly, I'm the, I'm the athlete of the decade. No, that's uh, The last two decades, actually. Yeah, I, I respect that. Well... What to be think? honest with you, mm-hmm. perfectly honest, 
Yeah. I'm the athlete of the decade. What? <laughs> You're yeah. the what? Yeah. Hi, Steve. Hi, oh. hi, you the athlete of the decade. Yeah. Hey, look here, man. Look here. I'm just asking. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't won a game. Mm-hmm. I ain't made a basket. Mm-hmm. I ain't fought nobody. Mm-hmm. And I'm more famous than both of them. <laughs> so I think LeBron I ought to be Floyd? Floyd? athlete more famous of the LeBron James? I'm okay. more famous than LeBron James. More people know who I am than LeBron James. Old white lady don't know who LeBron James is. Old white women love me. How is this about you? Family feud. Because I just want to know how the hell <laughs> Floyd going to name himself athlete of the year. I just, let's all get in it. <laughs> I'm oh, athlete of the year. I ain't he, made a basket. But he made his case, though. Did did he not? He told he you why he case. thinks he 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 could have uh, been. Be but okay, of the in all seriousness, in mm-hmm. all seriousness, I think male athlete of the decade mm-hmm. has a lot to do with an athlete like Muhammad Ali being athlete of the decade or the century uh-huh. because of his global work and the work he puts in the community. And I think LeBron James's legacy that he's building with what he does for the culture and for youth and the schools and all of the philanthropic stuff that he does, I think that's what made him athlete of the decade. Mm. Well, that's what Floyd went on to say in that interview. He talked about sponsors, that, you know, it's a marketing thing, you know, because LeBron is, you know, he does endorsements with Sprite and Nike Mm -hmm. and, you know, all of these things. So Floyd is saying that that is part of it, too. No, I think LeBron is athlete of the decade because of the man that he is and the stands that he takes for young people. Mm-hmm. His work that he's done. See, he's I think that's built, how it's measured. I think so, man. <laughs> I, th- I think he's done. His philanthropic arm is thick, man. This so, dude is not playing. Hmm. But what's so, up? So, no, I was just going to say, uh, doesn't Floyd give back? I mean, I know we know he has a lot of money and he flaunts it and all of that. I mean, he's a great athlete, too. I'm sure so, he does. Yeah. I'm pretty sure but he we does just, too. We're more familiar with what LeBron is doing. And just a lot done. more familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know when Floyd make it rain. I see that. They show that. I see that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Floyd, Floyd I, saw that, rain. I saw that Louis Vuitton uh, jacket he had on a couple of weeks ago. That looked like Instagram. a whole suitcase and a half right there. I've seen the <laughs> It did. Yeah. I was with somebody when they bought that jacket. How now, much did that color? About 75. About seventy what? About seventy <laughs> seventy five hundred. For that vest? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Talking about the one with the straps on it and the pockets on it. I'm talking about the All right, one. Look, yes. We'll we'll let them argue it yeah. out. Coming up yeah, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at twenty minutes after the hour. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the Boy Scouts of America are in trouble as legal claims from former scouts about past sexual abuse continue to pile up. One of the country's biggest and most historic youth organizations filed for bankruptcy late Monday. The Chapter 11 petition was filed in Delaware as new sex abuse lawsuits have been filed in such states as New Jersey, New York and California, all of which recently changed legal options for victims of childhood abuse. The scouts still have 2.2 million members 
They have assets totaling $1.4 billion, but their looming legal liabilities had officials considering filing for bankruptcy for about a year. So they have a lot of money, but it looks like they're going to have a lot to pay out they as well. So they file man. for bankruptcy. What, Tommy? They need to ask for it, man. When these people drop their kids off and they, they, they want to be Boy man. Scouts, that, that's, that's, some, that's so foul, man, for you to do something see, to these little boys. See, that's, man, you I, gonna, see, man and, and somebody going to hurt one of these people for messing with their kids. And, and you know, man, that, that's the thing that I'm really fearful of. Because it's, it's like you, you send your little baby to church, and then you got yeah. somebody do something to him down at the church. Well, y'all finna close this here church. If he mind, if he mind, this, this here church finna get closed. That's yeah. just so wild. Yeah, it's pretty it's sad. So wild. It really, really is. On uh, such an institution. Uh, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Some really sad news out of Hollywood. Uh, Janet Dubois, who played the Evans family neighbor, Walona Woods on Good Times, has My passed favorite. away. Such sad news, yeah. I know. Uh, this is according to TMZ. She passed away unexpectedly. Uh, she was sleeping overnight at her home. Uh, she's really famous for Good Times, of course, playing Walona. Uh, but she also composed the theme song from Moving On Up from the Jeffersons, another one of our favorite theme songs. Uh, what, what was your favorite episode? I'll start with you, Tommy, because I know you're a huge Good Times Ooh. fan. Favorite episode? Uh, you know what, Penny? Penny uh, and that iron and her mama. Uh-huh. That whole, that was like a three, that was like a three time, uh, three episode series right there. Oh, that yeah. right there. Yeah. That was yeah. hot. That was yeah, hot. Yeah, that was I hot. <laughs> but that's Chip Fields, you know, that's Kim Fields' mom, yeah. so I got love for mm-hmm. her. Too. Yeah. Billy D. Williams, yeah. I loved and when those, he was on and, there. And those episodes were about Walona a lot. Yeah. You know, exactly. Janet uh-huh. Jackson. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. James was gone by then. Yeah. yeah, I hate it when he laughed too. Mm. I loved yeah. when Billy D. Williams was on. <laughs> Florence mm-hmm. was just mad for him. I love those. Man, what, everybody, Billy D., uh-huh. Calvin Lockhart, uh, Louis Gossett Jr., everybody yeah. hit this show. All the everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every whoever was yeah. hot at that time was on <laughs> that show for sure. What I about you, Carla, show. Steve? I don't I really mean, have no favorite episode. I like a lot of them. I, you know, I can't remember like Tommy can. Uh huh. Tommy no, 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 no pro- all that. Yeah. Yeah. No particular episode. It was just good. Steve. It was just it was family just good. TV. Just good memories. Yeah, yeah, and the show you watch with your family. You know, we don't do that anymore for sure. But that was a show. Good times is on the whole family. You know, my brother had a crush that. on her. Oh my god! Oh, well, Thelma. Oh, Willona? No, on Willona. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. No, hold on, hold yeah. on. Thel- Thelma belonged to me. <laughs> in my mind. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Yawned in my mind. Thelma still look good. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's aging well. Good. She's beautiful. Oh, she's yeah. gorgeous. Yes, she is. Yeah. Still. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. man, man. I know. Mm-hmm. He K. Carter, y'all. United yes. was staying. Divided with fall. Tied in pantyhose. Three times as small. <laughs> Boy, you better get out of here. <laughs> it I was always, true. Yep. I always thought that they would make a movie 
about good time, you know, yeah. just a movie. Mm. But we got to shout out, you know, and remember the theme song to the Jeffersons, man. That, that right on there, up. that song. <sighs> yeah. Come on, cat. Real singing right that there. That was my favorite part, Aww, the last part. Man. The pie. Man. <laughs> All right, coming up, our last break of the day. And, of course, some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, guys. The last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. Yes, it is on this Wednesday. (laughs) Hump day. It's been a good day. Um, You know, again, our condolences going out to uh, Janae Dubois' family. Wow. Good times, though. Good times. Just remember that. Good times. Mm. Uh, Steve, Mm -hmm. take us out. Title says it all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Definitely. Definitely. Hey, you know, we've uh, we talk about a, a, a lot of subjects on this show and uh, parenting is one of them because all of us on this show are parents. Uh, All of us can relate to uh, the joys of parenting and all of us can relate to the trials of parenting. And parenting is hard, man. It's really, really hard. You know, sometimes, you know, we want to look at our children and go, what in the world were you thinking? But then we have to catch ourselves because I'm almost 1,000% sure that our parents must have said the same thing. My father thought I was crazy for growing Afro. He thought that was stupid. You got to be crazy. You want that much hair for fooling with that hair every morning. You could have been out this house. You know, you got to pick your hair out. Take your hat off and pick your hair. Boy, you could have been gone. He thought that was crazy. My father thought bell bottoms was ridiculous. You know, bell bottoms is making a comeback now. You know, it's just so many things. And then, man, oh man, like, and 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 gang fighting, but without the killing. And 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 bike jumping and all this stuff we used to do, our parents thought we had lost our mind. Well, parenting now becomes a bit more difficult. I think because of social media. I think because of Google. I think because I remember back in the day when my parents didn't want me to do something. They simply said, you ain't going down there, and that was that. Well, you tell a child he not going there now, it's okay. They're going to FaceTime. They're going to be there one way or the other. The subjects you weren't ready to breach with your children, your children sit down in curiosity, and they Google it now. Our children started watching porno back when they were small kids on the computer. You know, we had sex education in class and the little stuff we picked up and we could, we had a little bit of a grip on it. The grip is gone. Parenting is hard. But what's equally hard about parenting is to take the criticism 
from people who ain't parents, who have not parented a day of their life, but want to sit up and pass judgment about your parenting skills. Or, worse even yet, a younger parent criticizing an older parent for the way they're parenting when they haven't even been faced with the situation yet. That's that's amazing, man. We are so quick to judge one another when it comes to this parenting thing. You know, uh, I know somebody that's got some younger kids that always got something to say about my kids. But my kids are older. All my kids live away from me now. And this this brother always got something to say about something about one of my kids. And so finally I had to just stop him. I said, hey, my man, listen to me. Hold tight. Watch what you're saying. Be careful. You have not lived this life yet. Wait until your children can start making decisions on their own. And you're going to find out that your best work as a parent is going to get pushed to the wayside. Because guess what? They have the power to decide to do, say, be whatever they want to be. And they don't need your permission to do it. Parenting is hard, man. It's really, really hard. I take my hat off to Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle because they're parenting a situation that some people know about, the majority of us know nothing about. And they've helped a lot of people with the way they're handling this. They've helped a lot of people because there's some people going through this very same thing. Now, the fact that you don't agree with their parenting styles, they're really good people. And it's easy to say what you wouldn't do when you ain't the one that it's happening to. But at the end of the day, you know what I respect and admire most about them is that they love their children. Whatever their children come in the house and tell them, they love them. And that's the type of parent that I hope I'll always be. No matter what my children come in the house and tell me, they will always be my sons and they will always be my daughters. And I will love them and I will stand beside them until the end of this world because I'm their father. I'm their parent. And that's our job. You don't stop loving your kids because they made a mistake. You don't stop loving your kids because they made a decision that goes against everything you've taught them. You don't stop loving your kids because they disappointed you. You keep loving your children. They're going to get it all right one day. They're going to learn from all these mistakes just like you have or have you. So the next time you pass in judgment, be very careful because parenting ain't easy. And you may get to a fork in the road with your kids and you might have to sit and watch some stuff go down yourself. We got to be a little bit more understanding of each other as parents. Those are my closing remarks today. Y'all have a great weekend. All right. <laughs> uh, it's coming. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 